Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session, and today we are rising up and freeing the people of Rena. As always, I am your host, Scott White, also known as Professor RPG, and this week I have the pleasure of welcoming back to the university my assistant and the always fantastic Ori O'Neill to talk about the latest entry in the long-running anime action RPG series, Tales of Arise. How's it going, Ori? It's going lovely. I In my re-debut. I know. As well. It's true. It's been a long time coming. You've known for a long time, yes. but the people have not known. It's true. It's true. Uh, but welcome officially, Ori. Ar- Ari? Ori? It's Ari. Ari. I, I was going to let want... you have it this time, but... That's fine. I want to make you sure... you asked, and I appreciate it. I, I want to make sure uh, I get it right. Um, but yes, welcome. How's it going? What's new? It's great. I'm a girl. <laughs> That's <laughs> It's new. We're going to talk about it a lot this episode, I'm sure. It's just... I can't stop talking about it, so... Um, it's going great. I'm very happy. I'm hanging out with my cat. My room is very warm, but not too warm right now, as we previously discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just like, I'm like riding that JRPG high. Like, I'm on that, like, I'm going to make this my whole personality uh, <laughs> trip right now. I-, I know how that goes. I know how yeah. that goes. I got like my iPad background is like the end credits thing to mm-hmm. Tales of Arise right now. Uh, so I'm feeling I'm feeling great. I I'm so excited to talk about this. I'm so glad that yeah. you were like, let's do it. <laughs> well, I I mean I wanted I remember talking a little bit about it with you back when it first came out, and I know you were kind of I mean you're a Tales fan. You were on you, we were big Vesperia stands, and mm-hmm. um, uh, so when a new Tales game comes out, I'm always very excited to to get your your thoughts and everything, and uh, glad you've. You've just recently finished it, so this will be super fresh on your mind and little yes. uh, reminder, refresher for myself. But yes, this week we are talking about Tales of Arise. Now, this initially released back on September 10th in the in North America in 2021. Um, it was released the day previously in Japan, um, but it released on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox uh the series platforms and xbox one i believe as well is on steam um it was the first simultaneous worldwide tales release which mm-hmm. uh, uh huge huge deal uh for all tales fans out there but other games you may have been playing a couple years ago that also released in 2021 include death loop resident evil village psychonauts 2 metroid dread monster hunter rise back for blood Outriders, Biomutant, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy, and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Some of these games, I can't believe, are like two years old already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like three years into these new consoles. You know, it's kind of wild. I I was looking back too because I was I was looking through of like, why did I drop this? Uh, and I it was definitely a Death Loop. Like, came out like a mm-hmm. week and a half after this and then that just kind of led into metroid dread and other things yeah uh i 
you know, I regret not playing this this year, but I'm also happy I got to it when I did because I feel like it resonated with me more now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do regret dropping this game for Deathloop. <laughs> yeah, like Deathloop, I had fun, but I just I kind of burned out over it. it yeah, didn't not as memorable. Grab me as Dishonored. Um, yeah, exactly. But and that was one of those games that I wanted to invest more time into the multiplayer and then i just never did same yeah i i gave it um, a, a few humble shots but yeah I just it was fine yeah some cool characters interesting idea but i just never dove in as much as i did some of um their other games but for what it's worth vastly superior to redfall sure i i bet yeah um as someone who has spent far too much time in redfall Deathloop is vastly better than Redfall. Got it. Um, but yes, we are here to talk about an exponentially better game than both of those. <laughs> the wonderful, stupendous, and uh, actually I feel like with Final Fantasy XVI's release right recently, uh, a very topical game, mm-hmm. um, Tales of Arise. So, Ale- or excuse me, Ori, you just finished... I think like a day or two ago, Tales of Arise. So yep. uh, give me your fresh off the, the Rent-A-Train uh, thoughts. What what did uh, you think? I loved it. I, I, it's funny because I, uh, I didn't jive with it the first time I played it. When I, the place that I got to before, like where mm-hmm. I hard stopped, it was like right when you first fight Volron. Um, which is about 20 hours in ish. Uh, and it's like right before I would say the first hooks mm-hmm. that really got me happen, uh, <laughs> which is really funny. I feel like yeah. that's anytime you drop a video game, it's always right before you fall in love with it. Um, that's always the fear too. Um, but yeah, I, I really loved it. Like, I'm sitting here wondering if I like this more than Tales of Vesperia, which if you had asked me before I played it, I wouldn't, I would have been like, no way. And the first 20 hours definitely didn't make me think that I was going to like it potentially more than, Mm -hmm. than any other Tales game. But uh, I just, I just really, I really fell in love with the characters so much. Uh, Like there's not a, there's not a bad, bad Beyonce on this list of a stars like they're all beyonce yeah. and they're all great uh and i love all their stories and how they're interconnected um and and that's like if you've got a good party in a jrpg you got me uh True. and there's certainly no other characters in this game <laughs> um which is certain you know there, there are qualms and things to to bring up but uh yeah i i just i really really fell in love with it uh, I needed like the my reasoning for coming back to it now was I finished Final Fantasy 16 and I was still on like a pretty high JRPG kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't necessarily ready to come down from that. Uh, and I wanted something with I wanted another thing uh, with some level of romance in it. It's just what I was craving. Yeah. Um, so like that is like really I. I watched uh, a stream um from sarah key who's like a kingdom hearts streamer does mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and you know she was talking about tales games and how she liked the 
romance story in her eyes. And it was funny when I heard that, I was like, romance? <laughs> There's no romance in that game. Um, because I'd only ever played the first 20 hours. But that like idea trickled in the mm-hmm. back of my head. So like when I pocketed this game, I was like, well, maybe if I'm like in the mood for for maybe something romantic, uh, which is exactly what I was, exactly what I needed. And it filled me up like a big bowl of JRPG goodness, you know, <laughs> in the way that a Tales game does. Mm-hmm. It's such a Tales game. It's also. so anime. It's so anime. It's absurd. And and there are things that happen throughout it that I was like, is this, where is this going? Uh, and then, you know, it, it goes it somewhere. It goes somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I like where it goes. It's just like, you're, you're sitting there asking all these questions the whole time and then it has an answer for every single one of them by the end of it mm-hmm. I yeah love that. it's i loved the i love so many of the cats like i love the dynamic between elfin and shion uh as that grows i loved mama kisara oh, um don't get me started i kisara. i i love dohalim <laughs> i um, love dohalim dohalim was probably my favorite my yeah, favorite he's, character he's he's up there i think like Alfin is probably my favorite character, or mm-hmm. and, and more more realistically, Shion. Um, but Dohalim was like my favorite. Ah, uh, like Kisara is also very good. Uh, and mm-hmm. and I I really love kind of like the role she plays in the group as like the the group mom. I think they they do that role really well for her. Um, and and yeah, I just I love all the skits. Uh, yeah. especially like toward the back half of the game, which is funny because like, I really was not vibing with them early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there are a lot of things like it, it's, it reminded me a lot of tales of the abyss um, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like a slow burn. Uh, but once it, once it gets going, once it ramps up, I think like once you get to the fourth zone, uh, which is a while, you know, it takes a while to get there. Uh, that's when it like really, really kicks into high gear character-wise, and then everything from there on uh, is is really, really good. Yeah, uh, I have to say, Hoodle is probably my favorite mascot character in the franchise. Yeah, I think so. I love the owls in this game, like the king and queen owls. I love yes. Hoodle. I love Just finding fantastic. them. Yeah, and all their little. Uh funny different who's that they do mm-hmm. at you that clearly sound like people yeah i don't know um, why they don't just like get animal so good animal so- sounds for these things yeah um so one of the things that was like a big poor part of this and i remember back in when this game was releasing and reviewing what a um polarizing um story and kind of a lot of the themes and topics in this game were very polarizing it is heavily it is it is pretty dark in, yeah. in many aspects um dealing with slavery and it, poor like treatment racial, of individual tension you right know. It, it just a lot of things like that um i guess coming back to it for you ari what was i mean i guess coming off of final fantasy 16 which deals with a lot of that as well mind mm-hmm. you we're not we won't get into spoilers for 16 that's that's for a different episode what was kind of your take going from 16 into this 
like it's, jumping back in? It's a good question because they're super different. And I was thinking of Tales of Arise a lot mm-hmm. uh, while playing Final Fantasy 16. Uh, and that's part of like why it was in the back of my mind. And then afterwards, I was like, you know what? This feels mm-hmm. like a good alley-oop. I recommend it. Anyone out there that's like still hungry after Final Fantasy 16, not because it's not satisfying, but just because they want something else as well, mm-hmm. I highly recommend. Tales of Arise is a great chaser. <laughs> for Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 16. It's long, uh, but uh, it's it's very good. I, you know, like to what we were saying earlier, it's very anime, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of hard on its sleeve, earnest in that way. So I don't... And, and 16 is taking things way more seriously yes. uh, than this game is. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily think there's like a lot of bleed over themes-wise. I think... Especially this game is more about like racial tension in slavery um, than 16, where I think 16 is more about like the idea system. of it uh, yeah. and what subjugation yeah. does to you um, and, and kind of like the long term effects of that. Uh, and they, they like kind of get into it in Tales of Arise, but that's kind of like the point. They, they touch on a mm-hmm. lot of different things, but they don't go all the way in on anything mm-hmm. uh it, you know similar criticisms have definitely been lodged against final fantasy 16 um but this game is like more about that i think than 16 is mm-hmm. and they 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 keep talking about it through the end and i think there's a lot of really good conversations about it and a lot of good varying perspectives among your party and that's part of what makes the party so strong um they've all like everyone has been on one or another side of things in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. And so I think they, everyone kind of airs out their laundry in a good way. It's really good, earnest conversations. I don't think it's like world changing. It's going to mm-hmm. like alter your perspective on racial tension. Uh, but there's definitely some good messaging in Tales of Arise that I don't, I'm sure some people think is like hokey and silly, but like, you know, that's anime. Right. You're kind of in it for that. Yeah. Um, one thing I have to say though, is like even going back and looking at a rise again and, and the art and everything, this game is gorgeous. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. I love the art style. It's just like the watercolor painting. Mm -hmm. It just looks so good. Uh, and it runs so well. Uh, I I recently got like the like backlights for my TV because I'm stupid, uh, and <laughs> it looks cool. And like anytime you do like the flashy finishing moves, mm-hmm. all the lights flashing and stuff, it's very it's very gorgeous in that way. Like if you like particle effects, boy, boy howdy, are there particle effects? This game's got them. <laughs> So what really, um, I guess when you went back to the game, um, Mm -hmm. I know you said you were kind of in the mood for kind of the romantic subplots, but like, what was it in that post 20 hour mark or whatever that really kind of dragged you and pulled you in and kind of turned you around with, with the rise as a, as a game? It was definitely the, the characters kind of coming into their own. Mm -hmm. because there's like a lot of waffling that happens 
early on in the game and there's there's some good stuff there too i just think it's it's like it feels really slow uh and and you also like you know the the game is like okay there's i i love the lore that they kind of drop on you of mm-hmm. like there's this crown contest and there are these five regions of dana and you know they're all ruled by five different renin lords uh and you have to kind of go from one to another just absolutely murdering these these lords <laughs> and you know huzzah free the people i'm all for it it's very like weird in that you know you you kill a renin lord and then you know the the whole region is free and nothing like really changes like mm-hmm. in the environment at least uh, and then you're just kind of moving on to the next one. And I, and I just kept thinking uh, early on, like, it, I feel like something bad is going to happen if we keep doing this. <laughs> and and the way the characters are acting in that in that first chunk before, mm-hmm. like, leading into the fifth zone, because that's when like, I feel like the these questions like actually start being asked is like, you know, there's going to be like a counteroffensive that happens at some point, right? Like, uh, but like eventually the characters start kind of like wondering about that. Of like, I wonder why, you know, a whole bunch of spaceships haven't come down and just blown us out of the sky. Yeah. Because uh, like, you know, these people came from another world and conquered this planet. Uh, and, and I, there's definitely a point where I was like, all right. I don't believe anything anymore. <laughs> uh, and I was glad that I did because I, I got a lot of my theories right. I did. I definitely didn't get some of mine right, but what were some um, that you got wrong? I was like, I thought early on in those, in that blank hour, like 20 hours, I thought we were going to do the the classic tales rope a dope of like, uh, we're going to go to Rena after the five Lords are done. And then, you know, we're going to get this alternate perspective uh, and, and we're going to see why they came over and, and all this stuff that doesn't happen, to be mm-hmm. clear. <laughs> um, and it, it goes in a very different direction that I think is intentionally subverts like the Tales twin world, like because boy, how do they love doing two worlds, which I get. It's a yep. very it's a very fun like concept. Uh, but I, I, that's kind of where I thought things were going. And then, you know, you beat the, the five Lords and then it, <laughs> it plays a second anime intro. Oh yeah. <laughs> and at that point I was like, okay, you, whatever happens now, you got me. <laughs> I'm so, in. every game should do this. Right. Uh, and I, I love like the second act pull of like, oh, you thought that was the end there's a whole other video like that's that's kind of the intent it's you know shorter second half than the mm-hmm. first but uh there's still a lot of good stuff in there and it, so it's that it's like the the characters start questioning like why isn't you know why haven't we been blown up from space yet mm-hmm. um and and like following those questions and and where they lead i think is really interesting uh and then also like the characters like forming bonds and and friendships and and like developing really interesting unique relationships with one another mm-hmm. like like Alfin and Law uh you know uh Rinwell and Dohalim like these these kind of dynamics that 
weren't the, the like the the main ones are Alfin and Shion, Dohalim and Kisara, and Rinwell and Law, and like those are like the pairings that that mm-hmm. the game leans on the most. But the other relationships are really really interesting too. Um, even like Shion and Kisara, and like there's so much good stuff that um, maybe we'll, there will be like a spoiler lift and then we'll talk about it. But I, I'm trying not to say too much. Cause I do like as someone late come goer to this game, it is worth, it is worth checking out. It's like one of my favorite JRPGs period now for sure. So uh, if, if you've missed it, you know, keep that in mind as we get more and more into things uh, it's worth, it's worth discovering for yourself. Uh, but yeah, those secondary relationships like really grew and and got more and more interesting. The skits got much better. Like I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like the front front loaded skits are very repetitive and like often go over things that they talk about in cutscenes or in battle and dialogue and stuff like that. Uh, it, it gets away from that and starts getting more into like, oh, what do you think about this? Or like, oh, what are these two characters? What would they even talk about? <laughs> yeah, uh, and that stuff I thought was way more interesting in a similar way to like tales of vesperia like one of my favorite relationships in that game is is judy and rita and most of that relationship happens in side quests Mm -hmm. um that you're like 50 percent chance you're gonna miss on your first playthrough um and and that stuff's really really good and it's like when i think about that game it's some of my favorite like conversations in the whole game are between those two characters and they happen in optional scenes so uh this does a better job at like keeping it like in the focus and accessible and easy to see uh and i just i like i don't think i think most of the side quests aren't very good certainly the the later game ones are are good but there are the the side quests bring out interesting conversations from the party which is Mm -hmm. more than i could ask for and then you know it got better and better as after that point and then like all the end game stuff I loved and all the optional little secrets and stuff. I loved um, there. There's like specific stuff uh, that like the cameos, let's say yeah. uh, that, that I was not. Uh, it's like, Oh, uh, of previous tales, cameo characters to appear in this game. These are like the two dark horse picks and such good picks. Uh, well, well per- there's three. Favorites. Have you? Well, yeah. Three dealt with yes. the third. Okay. I, I was yes, going to say, but- that that one doesn't matter. <laughs> but that one I was like, really? You're, it, you're also going, dark, going with that it, one? Very oh. dark horse pick. <laughs> very dark horse pick. And I was like, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm one of like one out of ten like t- Tales fans have actually finished Tales of Zillia too, and it's like, all right, well I understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but but does anyone else have played this game? I don't know. I did like so in Berseria. That was the character I played as. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I really liked him. Um, so in like his arts and everything. So he was the one that I played through with in controlled. So it was kind of cool to to see to see that. But seeing them, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Redone and kind of touched up using our Arise's engine and everything was was really cool and I love the the other one. But yeah, super deep cut with the Exilia pick. Um I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very like, 
okay. unnecessary, but of like I was kind of hoping there would be because I figured like whatever the last thing when you're getting into all the bonus cameo stuff would be like an extra boss. I thought it would be mm. another character from a different game that would be fun. I always like I always want them to just put Yuri as like an optional boss in one of these games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one day I guess Tales of Vesperia characters have never cameoed in any Tales game, so there's still time. That's true. That's true. I, I was I was reading a lot of Reddit after I because uh, okay. I was hyper fixating very yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what did I absolutely loved the combat system in this? Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? I liked it. I did. I wouldn't say that I loved it. Um. I have like I think it's a little spongy for my tastes. Uh. And to be fair, when I was playing through. Final Fantasy 16, like on the New Game Plus, like difficulty that you unlock, like hard mode or whatever. Final Fantasy mode. Yes, I, I kind of felt the same way of like, okay, things just have more health now. They do more stuff in that in that version, like there's new enemies and stuff. Um, but it, it, there is like a line for me at some point where I just I kind of check out uh, mm-hmm. in in some cases. Uh, or I optimize to the point where it's like a detriment to the actual quality of play for me because I am like destiny's ruined me as a human and <laughs> I'm a min maxer. Okay. Uh, so yeah, like any MMO ruins anyone, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, so I, there was like, by the end of it, I was like, okay, <laughs> these like every, like, especially in the last dungeon, like, every fight is like a really long fight and mm-hmm. it's like okay i get it um but and, and like the the end game like optional stuff is was skewed a little too hard for me so like after i beat the game and went back to do everything i just mm-hmm. dropped it i just dropped it down to easy mode i didn't care and to be fair i i feel like i still had a pretty good challenge through most things uh but uh it was just it took way less time and that was fine with me uh and and that that's just what i did to get through all the optional content i i've become much more comfortable with doing that uh for things i usually like to just play through to the final boss Mm -hmm. with normal difficulty uh but yeah i it didn't like hit that perfect balance like vesperia does for me where i think the difficulty arcs really well uh, and there's like a nice spike at the end that that you can grind and be ready for or not and have a fun challenge. Yeah. Uh, and this was just like, you know, it, like it's really hard to get money uh, mm-hmm. in this game. Like it, money is so scarce and you can grind and farm for materials to sell. And that's not fun. Um, and then the, there's really no other way to get lots of money. So uh, then you're just like out of healing items and then out of luck at, at a certain point. And there are a lot of side quests that if you like go into an area, it triggers a boss fight that you can't escape from. Mm-hmm. So you either have to like quit the title screen and reload, which I did do a lot more in this game mm-hmm. uh, than I usually do, I think. Uh, or, you know, you could just when you die and get the retry option, you can go into the settings and, and drop it to, to an easier difficulty, which I also did multiple times. 
uh, I didn't have too much trouble with like mainline story until the end, mm-hmm. but but there was just some stuff that like it just felt so grindy and so yeah. uh, like a little too much. And that you know, when I was in the end game, it's like, well, do I really? Like, do I do I need to prove to myself that I can do this on normal difficulty? No, it doesn't. Yeah. It, nothing matters that much. So, <laughs> uh, and there's like free DLC for a very easy mode. So I was like, ching, thank you. I will download this, turn this on, and and just yeah. kind of breeze through this stuff because I wanted to like hang out with the characters more mm-hmm. and see the the optional things. And I, what I will say is like all of the tournament, like the battle arena stuff, which I did do all of as well. All that is set difficulty. You can't actually set that to easy mode. So all that, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, and there's like one achievement, I think, for doing the the hardest group battle. Um, yeah. And, and all that I did, you know, standard fare. And I felt good about that. So I, I got the difficulty I needed. It was just like a little, little too meat spongy. Yeah. Um, but I... <laughs> to talk positively because you know it's not all negatives i do i like the combat system i want to see them try this again uh and and tune it and i liked being able to uh like string any series of arts together mm-hmm. i liked playing as all the characters also which i've never really yeah. been a fan of in any tales games even the casters i, I thought were really fun to play as um i like that everyone's unique skill felt really different than one another and Um, beneficial like in different situations totally like you know i know dohalim's staff thing is like exactly what's her face's thing from tales of versaria or yeah i think it's tales of versaria the girl with the staff yeah Uh, elaine i don't know uh no it wasn't a staff Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the girl from uh, Tales of Zillia. Excuse me. Uh, where she, oh, if she does Le- a perfect Leah, 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 if she does a perfect dodge, yeah. her staff gets longer. And Dohalim's thing is the same, um, but they use it differently. And obviously, the combat style is different mm-hmm. um, in this. But like the awakening mode for for Law, uh, Rinwell's like stacking magic spells and like combining them into different spells. That was like really really cool. Um, yeah. Even like Xion's like little bomb tricks and stuff, uh, I I thought was really cool. So yeah, I, I really liked playing as all the characters. I I frequently played as different characters, which I never do when I play these mm-hmm. games. Um, I played as Kisara a ton. I played as Lol a ton. I played as Dohalim a ton. Mostly Alfin, but but it was yeah. fun to like mix things up. And like I did everyone's solo tournament as well, which I've never done in any mm-hmm. Tales game. <laughs> Uh, and that was really fun. And there's like a unique skit if you do the ultimate tournament for each one. Um, yeah, I, I just like really, I appreciated the diversity of combat mechanics. I appreciated the style, all the finisher moves. Like when you can string together uh, like critical hits and arts into a, a finisher, into the next enemy, into the next, into the next, and like wipe a whole. It mob feels of enemies. so good. It feels so good. Yeah. So like, so good. The 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 like pace of the combat, I think, is a is a success. It's just like it has that issue where like all of that goes out the window when you're in a boss fight, and then like a lot of times boss fights are just kind of marqueed by like attacks that will just like do half your health in one hit, 
and you just have to dodge them and i just don't mm-hmm. like things like that typically um but not all of them are like that to be fair it's just it's just some of them the big ones i like volron who you fight like 23 times in this game mm-hmm. angsty uh, evil swordsman in so the Tales game so i love i i hated him he's like got such big xenos energy <laughs> <laughs> yeah is like so xenos um especially in what happens like toward the end of the game um and i felt they they really dropped the ball with him yeah i, I think he's like, like i very uninteresting right it's they set him up like i feel like he was very like in the intro and i think even in the marketing like they set him up like oh this is gonna be the bad one and i felt like he had some of the least interesting stuff to him. Like he was just the Vaxildan swordsman in <laughs> Tales of Arise. Yes, I just was. always thought he fucking looked like Vax from Critical Role. That's such a good call out. He totally does. He's he even does. got like the feather cloak. He's got the feather shit. Yeah, you're so right. And he's angsty and he's just like broody but he doesn't have the personality or like anything interesting to him. Like, and maybe I'm just misremembering, but like, I feel like there wasn't all that much payoff to him. Either. No, th- there isn't. I, I, I didn't hate him. Right. Like I, I didn't feel like mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't do enough with him. I, he served his purpose in being like kind of a foil to Alfin and, just getting in your way frequently enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, it, you know, this game, like, does not spend any time on any of the characters that are not party members. Yeah. Um, and Zephyr. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they do some stuff with Zephyr, but... Uh, and, and Zephyr is great, and, and I, I like him a lot. But, like, all the side characters... Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate how much, like, in post game stuff that they, they come up and and are talked about and how much the characters themselves like like and and relate to them like the fucking ship captain guy uh Sahagin or whatever his name is um i legit like, don't no, even remember him yeah nobody cares about that guy uh but like the characters care about him so i'm like mm-hmm. compelled to at least care about him a, a little more but like you know nath who's like the leader of the the crows or whatever that are like the Calaglia, like mm. the first region rebels. Like nobody, nobody cares mm. about Nath. Um, and and they treat everyone pretty evenly across the the board. Uh, but it is kind of a bummer that that there's not like really compelling side characters. But again, I, I feel like all of that effort went into the party, and the party is so good that it it more than makes up for it for me. Yeah. Similar with Volron. He's like a, a foil and he's like a good person to hate. And I didn't really need that much more from him. Yeah. I was waiting for it to be like he was actually a clone or something. Like, I was I feel too. Like that was, that, that's such like a Tales thing. It's like he's he's a clone of you, Alfin. I mean, there was there's definitely similar uh, shit that goes down but in backgrounds between Volron and Alfin, but I was just waiting. It's like he's a failed clone or some shit like that. Yeah, but um, still, it's still a great time. Um, 
yeah it's a it's such a a fun fun game uh interesting world yeah i i i like i just like what the characters like about the world you know like kisara and i i love how all the little things build up on each other like cooking mm-hmm. is such a big part of this game uh and if you like seek it out and do a lot of it you get so much great conversations about it and like you know it's usually just such a stereotypical joke in jrpgs and tales games in general that like you got the person that's good at cooking and the the person that's really bad at cooking and they don't really do that in this game everyone cooks everyone has stuff that they're good at when it comes to cooking and like the conversations I thought that happen was like horrible at cooking no she's great uh and no, like spicy things like i thought there was something Alfin, with her alfin always makes things spicy that's, that's like the, that's what i was thinking the only that's thing what I was but like they're great like skits and sub events that have alfin make other things that we got to talk about the pancake making contest did you ever see this in the, <laughs> when yes. you played this game yes. i love i love the pancake making contest it's such a it's like a skit that is happens from a side quest mm-hmm. that is so lovely and so fun uh, where Dohalim, Rinwell, and Shion all try and make pancakes. They all make uh, questionable pancakes except for <laughs> Rinwell. Um, and then the, what I love too, because I it's like this eight minute long skit. It's mm-hmm. so long, and it but it's really fun. And it's like one of those end game things where everyone's just like, it's it's you're kind of just exploring and doing side quests and and everyone's just having a jolly time and it, it's like you know we're fucking off and and making friends and and mm-hmm. just having great little side adventures and then after that skit like a, a few hours later if you camp Shion's like hey do you guys remember the pancake contest we made well i wanted to make pancakes for you guys uh after like what i learned from that and she makes like five different pancakes one for each of the different party members and it's like the sweetest thing because she makes it to their each of their specific likes and Mm -hmm. and and needs and and she's like i you know there's just stuff about cooking that really resonated with me uh as someone who loves to cook yeah Uh, just like tailoring it to the people that you're making it for and and putting all that love and and thought into it and there's like really nice things like that where they they talk about making food for one another and they talk about like all the different meals that you have like each person is kind of like best at making that meal Mm -hmm. uh, and it gets a different buff and they talk like all of those things have like a style uh, like Law's meals are all like really simple things like hamburgers or pasta, or, like like mm-hmm. things you can't mess up, but but come out well. Uh, Rinwell's all sweets and and Chion's all like big hearty meals and Alvin's all the spicy food. Like they talk about all those preferences. Mm-hmm. They, they talk about cooking and finding ingredients and raising stuff on the farm. I just I love that all that stuff felt like it mattered to the characters. So that part of the journey where I'm like, getting ingredients and and doing side quests to get recipes and finding recipes and chests and then cooking them at camp. And then there's like a unique skit about it. Uh, Like all that stuff felt like it mattered so much because of that. And I just really loved that. Yeah. And I think that a lot of that also has to do with just how well skits are portrayed in this. Like I love the style. Yeah. The comic style. Yeah. 
for skits in this game. Like you see the mouse moving, they're like little vignettes and like you said, comic book style. It really adds to um, the emotion of it and just kind of, I will always be pro voice skits and tales games. Like having yes. voices makes such a big difference um, compared to when you don't, it's, um, it's, it's a big deal, but yeah. And they, they make the most of it in this mm -hmm. game. Even like your costumes, like if you have costumes on, show mm -hmm. up in the skits and stuff. I like that. Yeah, I had Dolim in a cool in his uh his suit. I I really like him <laughs> in his suit. I um I downloaded an alternate costume pack. I spent money on it uh, because it had Kisara in like a like adventurer's outfit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I thought she just looked so badass in like yeah, her adventure. That's the one I up. had. Uh, so, and, and Dohalim had like an alternate outfit that I thought also looked really good. It, he looked like more of like a citizen versus a Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had them like in their outfits and then change outfits once they joined the party. Uh, and oh my God, I love Xion's like final outfit that she gets. It's so pretty. Oh, the, uh, the maiden one. Yeah. Uh, with like the blue flower on mm -hmm. the shoulder. And then she had like an alternate ponytail that had like little curls for mm -hmm. her side bangs that I really liked. Um, and it was like the first time post estrogen world, uh, which is what a world, let me tell y'all, um, where I was like, could I cosplay as Xion? It was the first thought, first time I ever had that thought. And that was very exciting for me. I don't know if I ever would. Do but, it. Uh, I just thought she looked so pretty in this game so uh i loved it shout out also to the the english voice cast i think yes they did such a good job incredible and i'm sure the japanese cast did as well but i i played through on um english uh va and they did such a good job i love ray chase i like i love mm -hmm. uh erica limbeck yeah um every so hearing them together and play off each other was Hearing Erica like super serious was was great because totally like, different. Prior to then, Futaba vastly different, and Jesse um, and Jesse, yeah. Uh, um, I I totally agree. This is like my favorite performance mm -hmm. by her in a game for me, uh, even more so than Futaba, which is very good, and Jesse, which is also very good. Uh, I just I really liked how Shion especially develops as a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she's definitely like. My my absolute favorite. Yeah, uh, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, I'm curious, like having played them back to back, what, which battle, which combat system did do you prefer? Final Fantasy 16s or this one? I prefer Final what? Fantasy 16. 16s. Mm hmm. Um, but they're different, you know. Like this is a game with party memories, and Final Fantasy 16 really isn't, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a different thing. Uh, and this is such a Tales game. Like, it, it is a great evolution of the combat. Um, yeah. I do. I <laughs> Honestly, I think any action RPG could benefit from, like, the finish system in this game, to be honest. Because, like, I just, even 70 hours later, you know, it, sometimes it's been long enough that it's like, oh, I haven't seen Dohalim and Lol's finisher in a hot minute mm -hmm. and then it comes up again and you're like fuck that was so cool 
uh and it's so hype and like the call outs that they do um and also i'll say like with the combat i love you know i tales games are very chatty in combat you know mm-hmm. everyone's calling out their super moves and whatever uh there's a lot of talking <laughs> at any given time uh and a lot of people really don't like that i've learned uh you know i'm i'm kind of a take or leave it like i i'm i usually get into it as long as i care about the the characters mm-hmm. but i love how the little the relate as the relationships develop the way people talk to each other in combat develops as well i just yeah. love that and obviously you're going to hear the same things over and over and over again but like alfin and Xion flirting mid combat will never ever get old <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah so yeah. good so good so good so i was i was just curious um because i'm a big fan of of watching speed runs and, and everything and rpg limit break which is a a week long it's basically summer games fest but it's just rpgs um what's mm-hmm. going on this week what do you think the new game plus speed run record is for tales of arise alan oh ari sorry it's okay um oh I'd say like two hours and 50 minutes. Yo, you were five minutes off almost to the T. It's two hours, 44 minutes, 59 seconds is number one. Damn. I, yeah. I mean, I like get the fell arms and stuff at the end of the game. And those are all Mm -hmm. based on your kills. Uh, I'm like, I, I I get everyone, every character's one and you get Alphans last. Mm-hmm. And they're all like super disappointing numbers for me. And then Alfin's like plus two thousand strength. I'm like hell yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, and once I had that, yeah, it's like everything dies in one hit, uh, yeah. except for bosses. So I remember, I, I believe it. I remember stumbling on something using maybe it was to upgrade fell arms or using getting through the the arena. I can't remember, but I found or read or stumble on a trick see that's the thing like with tales games especially with their slightly different combat systems mm-hmm. it's i know i would suck for a little while going back to tales of rise trying to remember all my tricks and things i did previously yeah i mean like even just because like there's a bigger focus on aerial combat mm-hmm. in this game so you have like three arts aerial and then three arts on the ground and then you have your second art wheel so you have mm-hmm. like 12 arts at any given moment mapped to a single character uh that's so much to remember and then the deep had like calls in different party members or something to use their things and the, those all have like specific use cases yeah so, like, if an enemy's charging you use kisara's mm-hmm, to block them to block them or if or if you just want to steal arts yeah and i lo- i really like that I think, oh i like, did too that the the only trouble is you know deep in the game you will sometimes like forget exactly in the moment like what might be good for a certain scenario and i do appreciate that there's just kind of like secret knockdowns to some enemies like oh i didn't know that move technically constituted as a charge so i can Mm -hmm. use uh kisara's there or like you know there's some dragon enemies that can cast spells while they're hovering in the air and in those instances you can use rinwell to steal the art or you can use Xion because she can take down any aerial enemy and it'll stun and stagger mm-hmm. stagger either way. And I, I like that. There's like kind of multiple paths that you can take with, with stuff like that. 
Yeah. It just makes revisiting or going back to the game more difficult. Because like, yes. oh god, oh oh gosh, what am I doing again? Oh, that's right. It's very, very difficult to to jump back in. That was like the trouble that I had when I tried coming back to it again last year. And you know, it had been like six months since it came out. It was like March mm-hmm. last year. Um, and just trying to to learn all the combat again it's like oh okay i i i'm either gonna have to like spend some time relearning this or just mm-hmm. start over and i did not want to start over yeah but i did start over this time i, I completely started from scratch when I, oh really yeah I, that 20 hour save i left there to kind of know where i was at and mm-hmm. i just fully started over from scratch i'm glad i did because it was like absolutely the right call and it it had better momentum it definitely still felt like a drag for this first 20 hours again fun action great stuff and mm-hmm. but like the characters are so stiff early on because they, they're not warmed up to each other and and there's a whole lot of like i don't know what's going on <laughs> like yeah we have a plan and it's the dumbest plan i've ever heard in my entire life let's go to all five kingdoms and kill all the lords like all right nobody has why any not? problems with this <laughs> why not I have a fire sword. No one's going to explain at no point do they explain why the blazing sword is special also in the whole game. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> it's just like nobody thought of making a big fire sword anytime. Also, they never explain how Shion got the flame core from Balseth at the beginning. No idea how that happened. Maybe there's a comic just, like, that explains it. I thought they she just up and like swiped it. I assume so, but I, I mean, there's probably did I go over that. Game. Maybe it was a miss, but yeah, the fire sword, like I was hoping like with each core you get, like you could pull out a different weapon or something. That's Final Final Fantasy 16. (laughs) But like, no, yeah, I don't know why that fire sword was so special. (laughs) Yeah. And, and Volron has like an ice sword basically, but no one ever talks about that either. Yeah. And it's barely even a sword. It's just like a fiery stick of iron, like an iron poker. Yeah. That he wields like a sword. It's kind of badass in that regard, though. Yeah. But yeah, now that you think, now that you mention it, it's like, they really, why was that such a big deal? <laughs> like, because it, like, came out of, came out of Xi'an? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, weird. Anime doesn't Anime. have to explain. It just has to do its thing. We are not the only ones that really enjoy Tales of Arise, so we are going to go around the web to hear what you all have to say about this game as well. First up, we have user Jinjuriki71 from Reddit. They say, Tales of Arise was definitely a highlight for me. It's one of those RPGs where I actually enjoy the fighting system, fighting every enemy even in the final dungeon with the tanky enemies. I liked it. I like the boost skill system that can disable an enemy if you use it during certain attacks, like using Renwall to stop spells, Ysari to stop charging attacks, Xion to bring down flying enemies. Each character offers a different playstyle to learn. Actually have to make hard decisions in the skill tree since there's so many good skills to learn, but not much at speed. Good post-game content with those high-level dungeons and bosses, actually felt like a game had challenge on normal mode at times, and you had to think about what accessories to equip and what was the time to use boost strikes since they really can turn the tables. A great cast of characters overall, and the anime openings and ending OSTs were very good. I don't agree with the story getting bad in the second half, 
we still got good character growth, and that's what's more important to me in most RPGs. And 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 that's what's more important to me. Most JRPGs end with killing God. It's the journey getting there that really matters, and this is one that I shall remember two years that I still remember two years after beating it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. Totally. I don't think the story gets bad in the second half. I just like, you know, maybe the answers that they give you are not the ones that you wanted or expected. Um, but I, I liked the direction that it went. Yeah, it it's a tales ending. Yeah, like, it's things get nutty. Tales. Like, because the game starts by saying, like, after this other planet invaded us, I'm like, we are going to space at some point. Yeah. And when you finally go to space, it is, like, again, very different than I thought it would be mm -hmm. uh, in a very Tales way. It's extremely Tales. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Take the next one, Ari. Um, from Blue I 21 Watching the second OP for the first time, Nuff's, period, enough said. Uh, before I bought the game, I always saw videos of the second OP, but I thought back then it was a fan-made one and ignored it. The moment the first half of the game ended and the second OP played, I felt like going through an anime season. It was splendid. Also, any fluff moments between Alpha and Shion, because I'm a sucked for them. I'm a sucker for them, I assume. I I'm thinking that's what they would uh, yeah, totally. I this is the first Tales game I think that that has done the second OP, uh, and I loved it. It was just such a surprise moment because uh, I really like, you know, we you get there. It happens after you defeat the Fifth Lord, right? And there's like a little bit of a, a small time jump, and and you get this this second opening, and it shows like all this different stuff that you've not seen yet, mm -hmm. uh, and and. It does the same thing of the first opening where it like shows each individual character in different places. Um, Looking forlornly in the rain. Yeah. Rinwell in the rain yeah. happens. Kisara like on Dovalim a rain in a market with like a violin looking at the rain. It's... Yeah. It's very somber in, in like, you know, sw swish your hair to the left and, and, and look longingly at the camera yeah. type way. God. I love anime shit like that. I do too. It's so good. Uh, it's like there's a thing about the ending too that's like extremely visual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up we have user Meister34 from Reddit. They say, "I will literally, literally never forget when that character dies in Cislodia. Don't know if spoilers are allowed or how to spoiler tag in mobile. I always forget. It's not even the death that got me, but the music just deciding to pop the fuck off." out of nowhere. Another honorable mention is Dohalim finally getting closure for his past actions and making amends. One of the better character moments of the game. Yeah, Dohalim's so great. I just love Dohalim. He He's was, like, so great. I and So many good moments. I'll tell you what, like, really playing through the game, like, what, because you get to Dohalim, like, 12 hours in, uh, Menencia, like, it was when you get there. Mm -hmm. I did not like Dohalim at, at all first, at first. Um, but he like really grew on me in a way yeah. that like because I didn't like him at first, it makes it all the more impactful that I really loved him by the end. Yeah, hundred percent. I just like kind of like his awkward naivete. Yeah, 
and his interactions with Kisara and, and everything, I just, mwah, so good. Yeah, and like, again, like the him loving artifacts mm-hmm. uh, and being really into them, uh, and then Rinwell, like, as she kind of comes to terms with her past, uh, discovering that she likes magic and artifacts as well, and then, then bonding over that. Like, stuff like that is so good. Love yeah. it. 100%. Um, from Tarshade, uh, in Dake Faisal, I think that's how you say it, if I remember. Uh, this is probably going to be uh, spoilers for me. That's fair one. Uh, Dake Faisal is not going to mean anything to you for a long time. <laughs> um, when Alfin is about to confess to Xion and she stops him because it will be too painful if they fail afterwards, they both know each other's feelings and just postpones the moment. Uh, plus, their battle lines change afterwards with Alfin throwing out gut wrench and scream anytime Xion falls and Xion panicking if Alfin falls. Yeah, stuff like that. I really like. Yeah. I love like the different characters react to other characters going down in battle differently. Like it's it's such a good touch. Yeah, it's um so fantastic. And like you mentioned earlier, how the reactions to characters when they're in fights that combat dialogue changing over the course of the fight this is just a, a great example of it. and lastly we have from user okay description 1585 from reddit i who stands bathed in heavenly light oh, that sounds familiar whilst thou cowers before the gate of hail wait i love how i went southern there for a second whale gate of hail uh <laughs> Wait, come forth, divine lightning. Mother fuck, and then my party was evaporated. Ganabelt was a sudden difficulty spec- spike, but not an unwelcome one. Shout out to Indignation. Gotta yeah. love Indignation. It's always fun to see that pop up in the Uh I had, I remember having a lot of trouble with Ganabelt when I first played. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time, second time around. Maybe it's because I was doing more of the side quests and stuff. I, I first try, breeze through it. Didn't have any trouble there. I had more trouble with um, Almadria, the fourth. Yeah, she was tough. Yeah, because she's got that dragon that she's riding. Mm-hmm. So it was not. Ugh. Yeah. But shout out to Indignation. It's shout like out. Tails Mega Flare. Yeah, and it always sucks. It's not as bad as um, Duke's Mystic Art, but uh, it's close. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a close call. Yeah, truth, truth. But thank you to each and every one of you who has uh, submitted your favorite moments or memories uh, with us. We very much appreciate it. Now, after hearing Ari and I talk about Tales of Rise, you might be wondering to yourself where you can get your own copy. Well, we are here to help you with that. Uh, luckily for physical copies of Tales of Rise, if you can find it, it is pretty cheap. Um, on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox, used copies will get range between 10 to $15 just for the disc and about 13 to $20 for complete used. And even brand new copies are hovering around the $20 mark. Uh, If you want digital, though, for some reason, the price of that hasn't dropped on the PlayStation Network or Steam and will run you about $60. Um, But, you know, Steam sales. It's on sale. It's on sale. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but definitely not the cheapest tales game on on digital platforms but pretty damn cheap if you can find yourself a physical copy now let's say you have hypothetically gotten yourself a copy or procured yourself one and you want some tips or advice well ari and i are here to help with that as well so ari what tips or advice would you give to new arise players newly arisen arise players um big things i have probably four four things right first one every side quest is marked on the map so you know when they come up so you can't miss them if you don't want to miss them i don't think any of them are missable either i think maybe one is um but they are worth doing because that's how how you get like money and cp which is or not cp sp um which is how you upgrade like your skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, worth doing. You should do all of them because like the more you do, they mo- the more end game ones that you'll unlock later, and those are actually really good. I think a lot of the front loaded side quests are not great. They're just fine. You know, it's a lot of like go here, kill this, go here, make this, do this, do that. Um, and then the later ones that have like optional dungeons and stuff are actually really cool. Um, but do all of them for sure. Check the map all the time to see if you missed any. Look for the little envelope. Sell your armor. Don't sell your weapons. Uh, at least there's like a few weapons that you need to like upgrade. And, and you'll need the base weapon to upgrade and forge the, the better one. Uh, but you can sell your armor guilt-free. Um, and you will have to because you will not have any money at any point in time <laughs> in this game. Um and um if if the end sucks for you just drop it down to easy uh i think it'll still be fun (laughs) i promise i still had a good time doing the extra stuff and and still found it challenging just like less Mm -hmm. of a drag uh just dropping it down to easy so that is that is what i'll say if you are really into the characters you want to get more into them don't let the difficulty be the barrier to entry for that because none none of the trophies or achievements are tied to difficulty at all so um, as they should be yeah i I was very grateful for that i I, it's like i think the only game i've ever gotten all the achievements in uh because i had it on xbox Mm -hmm. uh which just means when i inevitably buy it and replay it on playstation i can get the platinum that easily so there you go perfect like the sick sick person i am nah (laughs) it's a good game it's worth it it's worth it any do you have any tips Um, do you remember? Yeah, any for me, I, I after having talked with you and reignited my my thoughts, I just remember play with every character. Like, yeah, spend some time, really dive in and experience and use every character's move set. I it, in a lot of Tales games, it can be very easy to simply use the main character that you're given and just rock the whole game through, and it doesn't really impact things all that much, but. Each character that you can control here in Arise controls differently, have different really unique movesets to them, different benefits, and controlling one instead of the other can really make difficult fights easier depending on who you're using. So just spend time really getting to know each of your your castmates, each of the party members' movesets, and, and just have fun. It's Everyone is a good time, like Ari and I were saying um earlier and yeah just have fun experimenting yeah i they made casters the most fun to play in my opinion that they than they've ever been in this game (laughs) 
Now we are on to perhaps one of my favorite parts of each episode, the monster or enemy of the week. So, Ari, what monster have you submitted to the arena this week? Okay, so spoilers for, like, some of the optional endgame stuff. Not like, again, this is... I'm not going to ruin the story or anything here, but... Uh, one of the, like, toward the very end of the game, like, the uh, all the OG, like, spirits or summon names, like, prop, pop up. Uh, as like the end boss of four optional side quests, which I thought was really cool, considering you know I like the Tales games where the the summons are a part of it, like Tales of Symphonia. Uh, they don't lean on that as much um, anymore. I feel like because Final Fantasy's, I think, found <laughs> how to do that right. Uh, but one of the optional side quests has you like climb this big tower and fight Perkella Sylph. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, Priscilla or Priscilla, who knows. Uh, but, like, the Sylph equivalent is, like, this giant flying whale monster um, that is a really, really cool fight, totally optional, um, where you have to, like, fight a kind of proxy battle where you're fighting little guys, and then you have to fight, like, another boss while this giant thing is flying around the background. Uh, and there's, like, a great moment where, like, Shion, like, shoots it and the Alphen jumps on its back and like there's this big epic thing and then you fight alone as Alphen on the back of the monster um, it's really a really cool fight I was mm. like really it, it, of the extra bosses it's definitely the most fun uh, and the most unique uh, the other ones are fine but this is my favorite um, and uh, yeah, it's worth doing. Like that's, I think you have to do a bunch of side quests for this to open up. So that's part of why I said we got to do it. But um, the Perkella Silt only has like 3,400 3, HP uh, because most of the fight you're not actually fighting it until you jump on its back. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the the summons in the Tales games, the classic summons, Gnome, Sylph, if, Efreet, um, mm-hmm. Undine, you know. Uh, I, I forget. I, it's it's gnome sylph, uh, and then two others. Maxwell? I, I can't remember if Maxwell was in this. No, he's mentioned. Bolt? Um, no, not Bolt. Uh, I think it's I think it's Ifrit, and it's not Undine. It's uh oh, it is Undine. I, it is Undine, but it it's like a weird giant toad version of Undine. Um. That's guarding a, fi- a secret fishing hole. It's a very that that one's very weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Procella, 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 Sylph stats. Uh, they are they they recommended to tackle at level sixty five. Their attack value is three thousand four hundred and seven. Defense is sixteen sixteen. Elemental attack is thirty seven forty eight. Elemental defense eighteen eighty six. Their penetration stat is 3639, giggity. Resistance is 3831. They are resistant to wind, of course, and they are weak to earth. So when you tackle this, you know, kind of cameo, this tail's beastie, be sure you bring your best earth skills and earth hands. Yeah. Good fight. Good fight. Well, that's going to do it for another episode here at RPG University. Ari, thank you so much for stopping by and uh, talking tales with me. Yeah, thank you for giving me an outlet to 
to talk about this game. Of course. Happy later. to. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's very sweet as well. It's got a lovely ending. The ending is so good to this mm-hmm. game. And True. and surprised me in in a lot of ways because definitely like, you know, it goes places for sure. Yeah, yeah, it uh, does. And yeah, I just like this is one of my favorite group of characters in a jrpg ever probably very different from one another uh very good conversations very good quirkiness you got and and i i liked that i was surprised and delighted by at the end you do get all of the the classic tales moments you get the hot you got a hot springs side quest Mm -hmm. that's very fun uh you got like the cooking side quests and like the cooking expert guy and all the secret recipes um and you've got great kind of individual quests great extra like repeatable bosses at the end too and like just to give more credit to this game that it absolutely deserves like it does the thing where you can like refight some of the hardest bosses in the game Mm -hmm. um and they're like max level but there's like unique dialogue to the fights that like recontextualizes it it's not like uh you just like talk to a person and then you're redoing a fight and it's harder it's like we're reliving this fight and the characters are are revisiting these enemies that they faced in the past with the knowledge that they have now and it's made them way more introspective about these antagonists mm-hmm. um and and they talk about that and like again great like combat dialogue and stuff like that um, and a great like secret uh, final boss, two of them technically. Um, a great cameo fights. Um, yeah, it, it's just it, it does everything that I wanted it to do, like as a Tales game. Uh, that and and most of it I didn't expect it to because it felt so different early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it absolutely gets there. It absolutely earns its spot on your list of favorite RPG casts or characters or whatever. Uh, and it's worth a play, even if you missed it two years ago. So, truth, truth. But uh, where can people find you online, Ari? What do you have cooking? Go ahead and plug away some stuff. Some yeah, now. Things. So it, I am no longer Alfighter Twenty Seven. Rest in peace. Pour one out. We love you. We barely knew ye. If you go to that Twitter account or whatever related account, it'll it'll point you to my new one. But I am now Ari means wind all one word a-u-r-i that's how you spell ari uh on everything so you can find me there cooking stuff i we got another uh helm to tower uh coming out this week and i'm working on some stuff uh i'm just like taking a little break because i just moved <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh there's i there's so many stairs where i live now there's so many <laughs> flights of stairs i like i have to carry this air conditioner up four flights of stairs i'm really not looking forward to it um but uh yeah there, there's stuff coming just just follow me and and maybe you'll see some some stuff soon there you go there you go um be sure to give aria follow um and also for all you listeners there might be a bit of a hiccup well a bit of a delay uh before next episode after this of rpg university as by the time you are listening to this there is a, a decent chance, I'd say, that uh, I will have had my first kid. Well, Yay! my wife will have had 
uh, had one, had the had the little dude. You'll be a dad though. I, I will be a dad, ideally, for for my ideally. wife's sake. For my wife's sake, I hope she's done being pregnant. She is she is totally done. So there might I'm be a sure bit of a delay. Yeah. Um. So RPG, uh, you will probably be taking a little bit of a hiatus. We will be back. Um, I can't imagine it lasting more than uh, a, a month or two. Um, depending on how how baby is doing and in sleep schedule and when I can schedule recordings and the baby it. might be born like when people are listening to this. It's Isn't true. Crazy. It's true. I it's it's wild to be um just kind of sitting around waiting for my life to completely change for the rest of it. <laughs> um yeah, it's, just, I bet. it's just like, well I guess I'll just keep doing what I've been doing the past thirty five years and uh try and beat Final Fantasy sixteen beforehand, but you never know. Um <laughs> uh but yeah so just so you know rpgu isn't going away for good but there just might be a, a month or two of no new episodes but i'll try and figure something out um but just keep be sure to follow at underscore rpg university at on twitter or i guess technically it's going to be rebranded now as x don't um <laughs> don't even bring that up here i guess that's a thing i don't know i just saw it trending it's it's weird but um you can also follow me on Twitter directly at Professor RPG. I'll be sure to keep you all up to date on when new episodes will be coming. But thank you, of course, to each and every one of you who has listened today. Be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast service, as I'd really appreciate it. If you have an RPG you would like us to feature on an episode, tweet at underscore RPG University with the hashtag RPG with your suggestion. Or you can share your own favorite memories and RPGs directly with me on Twitter at the previously mentioned at professor rpg as always everybody stay safe stay healthy be kind to one another class dismissed it's a